I'm looking at the meter. You can just both check. I'm looking at two separate meters. Oh, see, now we're both almost 12. Why do we have to do this in the morning? I'm so tired. The show is a, it's a, it's a morning zoo. Why don't we research like a, topics and talk about history? Cause that would take like effort. I have notes. I have ideas like that yeah. in this show. Do I have to work at it and research? I would if it's interesting topics like feminism. I mean, ribbons and puppies. AF. I don't want puppies. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> Would you do ribbons and fairies AF? Fairies are fine. Fairies are interesting because they're mysterious and nobody knows the reality of fairies. No one... This is my life. We're going to talk about the fairy folk who live in the woods. Some say that they're actually the indigenous people of the Celtic lands that had to go underground, so to speak, when the Roman invaders came. The Tuatha Dé what? This is history. You know, there's a bad... Fairies have a bad reputation. <laughs> oh, make it stop. People think they're not real. <laughs> we can't use this language. This is not this type of podcast. There's this no is not, good fairy content uh, We're not on there. the Daily Wire network. Everyone's included here on LAAF. It's Hanukkah. We missed the first days of Hanukkah. We slept through the first day of Hanukkah. So. Just because you can't see the fourth dimension doesn't mean that its beings aren't there. A lot of talking on the show. What about singing? A lot of talk, 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 talk. Can we discuss this like gentlemen? No, we can't. I'm a little uncomfortable talking about this, okay? Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. Live from the City of Roses. Maybe this is a good time for a little break. This is L.A.A.F. And you listening at home on your radio boxes. With Grace Faye. Grace. Instant gratification takes too long. Grace! If you like high adventure, come with me. And. Major player, Boyle. Jimmy McCammon. He's an enigma. A mystery wrapped in a riddle. He's an idiot. One and a half million in Los Angeles. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Your parents didn't want this for you. This? This is irrelevant, Your Honor. Is L-A-A-F. It's going to be a massive production. They're making fun. Come on, it's embarrassing. Welcome to it, everybody. It's LAAF, the podcast. Uh, that over there, uh, trying to talk when I'm talking, is Grace Faye. What? Talking like this? The nice no. one. Ta- the cute one. Right. The Christmas. The queen of Christmas. Queen of Christmas. Made gingerbread cookies last night. A whole bunch of them. Enough to give away with Red Hots as the little buttons. And um, I made some hearts and stars and trees, but I didn't go for the lemon frosting yet. I'm Jimmy McCammon, the other one. Uh, shout out to all my friends in L.A., okay? This is the LAAF podcast, and I, 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 I get uh, notes, you know, uh, correspondence from people checking in on the podcast. Nice. Hey, great show, man. Hey, that's nice. Is a common, yeah. You well, know? you work your ass off on it, honestly. I love it. I love doing it, you know. You're I love a good radio. Host. I love the format. I love the stuff. I love the bits. Uh, Remember when we I have we... some suggestions later on in the show about the format because I think we can do some other stuff and kind of have some fun and dive deeper into subjects that we've like um, started talking about but not finished talking about. You like know fairies, what I mean? yeah. Not fairies. What? There's a lot to be said and about it. And we can't it. use that language. People think one thing, you know. Like you're talking about little elfin woodland creatures with yes. wings. You know, and people use that as a derogatory well, term. Well, they shouldn't many, many anymore, years. and that's their problem. They never should have. 
No one should defame fairies in any way. We have to talk about I'm Manc. a radical fairy myself. Talk about Mank. Talk about Mank. Not yet, but later. Talk okay, about Mank. Okay, Mank. <laughs> That's a movie on Netflix. It's in black and white. And Shout I do out have, I have my own shitty payoff that I never did, which was I need to talk about the Yule Goat and other Christmas traditions from around the world. I have two I'm particularly fond of. Well, I'm prepping for this show tonight, and there are a lot of songs about the Yule Log and Yule Tide. Show tonight? Yeah, tonight's the this? jazz show at 7 p.m. It's over on uh, Facebook at The Grand Birds. And uh, yeah, we're going to go live, right, Jimmy? And I'm going to put on my pretty uh, velvet red Christmas dress. And we're going to do it in front of the Christmas tree so you guys can finally see the beautiful tree. It's stunning. It is really nice. Yeah, it's our best Christmas tree ever. It, the tree itself is the best ever. And then the ornaments and the it, it's gorgeous. It might be the star of the show. I mean, I think it is, yeah. That's why we have to shoot in front of it. <laughs> no, we're going to have a lot of great songs, Christmas songs, jazz songs. Uh, we've been doing this Basically show. Basically all Christmas songs. We've been doing this show since back when we and were. And holiday songs. In the other, uh, you know, in the other neighborhood, in the um, neighborhood we weren't enjoying as much. And uh, so, yeah, happy to bring you the very first, what's called? Uh, the Good Time Radio Show. So we're going to do the holiday Good Time Radio Show. The Good Time show. Radio Hour? No, it's, well, it is usually about an hour, but we cut the hour so we wouldn't feel pressured to do an hour. <laughs> it's just a show. <laughs> nice. The Good Time Radio Hour. Was... I was thinking for the same sort of reasons of renaming the podcast LA, eh, kind of. Eh, kind of? Yeah. How do you write? Sort of, kind of LA. Yeah, I mean, we, we're here, so we're claiming it. Welcome to the show, everybody. A lot of stuff. Oh man, I got uh, I got some uh, action. Anybody remember the pogo ball? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about the one that was shaped like a Saturn and you jumped on it? I had one of those. Coming up soon. Was that it? Pogo, and I had a stick too, a pogo stick. Thank you. This segment of the LAAF podcast is brought to you by Apple. Yes, we know it was better before and that the last update ruined it, but come on. Do the update. Seriously, we fixed it this time. Sure, we make billions in profit off of slave labor, and sure, we destroyed the music industry, but you know what? You're in now, and we both know you can't get out, so just trust us, okay? Besides, who gave you the emoji, hmm? Apple. That's who. That's right. You're our bitch. Do the update, bitch. Pay $80 for a cable. Apple. Isn't that a little racist? Yeah, so? I thought Apple, I thought emojis came from Asia. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents food. Just the way they are. The brighter side of current events. Reptile Awareness Day. It's National Housewife Day today. And it's going to shatter the record. Restaurants and food. Maybe and food. they're doing takeout. What do you like on your nachos? Technology and friendships. You are kind food. of a host. This is Google, baby. I thought you were done with being a creep. On the Facebook. Dining and eating. Pico de guy with a lot of tomatoes. But I had a really good sandwich the other day. There's donut day. There's nachos. You're Culture and the environment. And Love food. the Guggenheim. Tree sitters. I'm all about saving the trees. Cooking and desserts. And I like food. a more upscale nacho. And culture. What about a croissant? And this food. is why sandwiches are what they are. She's here to guide <laughs> you. Just go along and sell out, honey. This is Grace. Wow. Joseph Stalin. Is trying. Police brutality. I agree with that. No. Uh, Wear a cute mask. No. Uh, ah. This is my old intro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is an old program that I redid and I'll delete or fuck you. <laughs> I like to I like to get her passionate. Um 
No, it's I didn't mean to leave the old food. intro. I have it's actually a really wonderful oh. segment oh. today. Who is that? No one to walk with, but Whoa. I'm happy. I'm digging this. What is this? I don't know. She's okay. Wow, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> if only there was some way to watch this person perform tonight <laughs> at seven o'clock on Facebook Live at the Grandbirds. It'll be fun, guys. You know, it's like, you know, get a whiskey and eggnog, get a whiskey and cider, just have whiskey. Yeah. And have uh, a whiskey and whiskey. And get dressed up, maybe. Or just wear your pajamas because we're not going to see you, but you're going to look at me and I'll put some rhinestones on and, you know, some lipstick and, and do some holiday tunes. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, all right. Well, I have some exciting stuff about Pasadena. I know we're going to move and talk about um, more of. Los Angeles next week, but uh, last little segment about Pasadena. So um, I did go to Jones Coffee Roasters, which is owned by a friend of the friend of the podcast, and it's pretty cool. It's um, I think it's right on Lake Avenue, and it's uh, it's a cool little warehousey spot. I'm gonna put some pictures up on the Facebook and the Instagram. Uh, yeah, really cool little spot. Good coffee. I also went to Arlington Gardens, which is a small little garden. It actually used to be part of the lawn of a of like a fancy house off Orange Grove. Um, but now it's this really funky little just open public garden. And it's more like um, rabbit wanderings, rabbit paths, you know, warrens. It's not Deer like trails. it's not like big lawns. It's like little little places where you can sit and like a wow. labyrinth and like little herb stuff and an orange orchard so anyway that's a really neat spot and I saw a lot of people just sitting there and you know drinking their coffee chatting on the phone kids playing yeah cute tiny little garden in Pasadena um, but the exciting thing is actually on Washington Boulevard um, is this little cluster of stores that I found so I went to Sedeca and I met the owner um, Adriana. So that was pretty cool. That's a really great vintage store. They've been there for four years. They do reproduction vintage, like unique vintage and pinup girl clothing in Burbank. Um, but they're Pasadena's store and they carry all the fabulous vintage brands like Collective and um, imports from, yeah, Voodoo Vixen, all these like UK brands. Anyway, really cute little store. They are selling masks. They're selling all this Christmas plaid, which I'm loving tartan and plaid for Christmas. Got some good scarves. Um, and it's right next to Millie's Cafe, which I guess is kind of like this really famous breakfast cafe in Pasadena and in Los Angeles. It's like an upscale Denny's. They have a lot of vegan options, omelets, stuff like that, avocado toast. There's right near in that same little area, there's an acai bar. There's a place called Culture Club, which is a kombucha place. And then this club called Bacchus, which says they have jazz and wine. I think they're canceled now, but I'm going to try to get in there later. And like yoga and cupcakes and stuff like that. So that's a cool spot. That's um, so, it's so sad that we moved to Pasadena right in mid-quarantine, really, because you play live and uh, there's so many cool venues in Pasadena. I've worked at at least one Maybe a different one. At the Rose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely the Rose. And uh, that place is fantastic. I mean, uh, and I their sang owner, Dance Dana, Street. is, out, uh, is uh, out in South Dakota right now opening a venue. I started, we met and That's I hilarious. follow him on 
Yeah. That's because South Dakota, that's the place where I flew to this fall to sing, is one of the <laughs> only states where there's still not a mask order, even though their beds are like at capacity and they have like the worst. The Dakotas are hit worse than anything else. They don't care. And so it's where artists are like fleeing to. Well, there's to three perform. people there's three people that live there, so if one person gets COVID, then a third of the state has it. I mean that's what, what numbers this lady are we looking said, at? But yes, people exactly. are going to South- school and they're crowded yeah. into bars together and yeah, I don't think know. it's safe. Yeah, you know, it's the American spirit, freedom, liberty, death, <laughs> stupidity, <laughs> <laughs> disease and death. Yay. Yeah, I don't, it'll be a little while until I want to be all crammed in with anyone. And I don't generally anyways. Um, but I think that's what saved you this whole time. Like I, I tested yesterday. I tested negative. Like I test negative multiple times a week yeah. for work, but you haven't gotten a test yet. But I assume you're negative. But I think it's just because you're a loner and you isolate and you don't like to be around people anyway. So you're like naturally never around people. It's pretty cool. Hey, you started. uh, Did I interrupt? Were you you still talking about? No, I was actually just going to move on to the what what have you been watching? You've been watching anything good? Uh, oh, uh, uh, well, the new, uh, season of, uh, Discovery is out, and, and you know I'm a sci-fi nut, so I'm catching up on that, but I'm really, just everything's garbage, uh, except The Expanse, and so, <clears throat> December 16th, basically, like, everyone, you, Ari, everybody's gonna lose me, you know, like, I'm not gonna be around. There's a new season of The new Expanse New season of The Expanse is dropping on, uh, the 16th, I think it comes out on Amazon. Oh, okay. So that's what. But I wanted to ask you more uh, about Yale. And that's kind of like the, uh, uh, I had a few ideas like that about, you know, we could, we have a specific expertise in a few areas of life, you know, and we could do deeper dives on some like of the shows. Like theater warm-ups? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I know about. Yeah. Yeah. Dork shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're especially good at all of that. And you I really want to dive deep Yale. into that. Mirroring especially. Oh yeah, mirroring is yeah, fun. Yeah. We know all. I mean, I talk really drama for years. I really drove some women away from my life with mirroring. <laughs> Not with the contact uh, improv. You know something? Tell me. How could you possibly know that? He's a narcissistic, egomaniacal, psychopathic man. The town malcontent. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. He's an angry little gnome. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Always collecting a bad reputation. He's a dummy. Jimmy doesn't love comedy. Very mysterious person. Nobody seems to know anything about him. He's a very charming man. Everybody hates Jimmy. He's an idiot. Jimmy's a bad person! I don't think I'll be dating Jimmy. Look, isn't he clever? He's either getting trim, looking for trim, or having experimental surgery to stabilize his central nervous system. Oh, look, it's the guy from that thing. He got fat. Here's Jimmy. I don't know who that is. This is cute. This got some swing dance vibes. You know, some people sing all that stuff. Those jingles. I think I was eight years old 
when the pogo ball commercial came out. Right. I was around the same age. It was my first lesson in like, it was my first lesson in like, holy shit. Sometimes they advertise stuff at you and you won't like it at all. Yeah. But the ad, you like the ad. Yeah. You know, everybody's rocking out at this rock concert and they're and they're all jumping up and down on pogo balls. That's <laughs> so cute. And they're, you know, and you're just like, holy shit, I gotta have a pogo ball. <laughs> That's what you should have gotten for Christmas. Like pogo ball. I did get it for Christmas. <gasps> this was your one and only Christmas no, no, gift. No, no, no. Like I said, uh, my grandma, would she would bring us Christmas gifts, but she'd come, you know, a week early, a week late, whatever it was, mm-hmm. so it wasn't on Christmas Day, you know? If you're listening for the first time, I was Jehovah's Witness when I was a kid, so we didn't celebrate Christmas. Poor it's not Jimmy. a big deal. Whatever, I'm not crying about it. Um, but my grandma would bring us Christmas gifts because she was the she's the emperor of Christmas, basically. Oh, the nobody empress. Did a, nobody did a Christmas I'm the like queen, grandma. but she's the empress. Em, em, empress the Emma. Queen. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. taken the mantle. Yes, um, ma'am. But back when Christmas was an empire. <laughs> <laughs> In the 50s and 60s. My grandmother so. ruled with an iron fist. Um, no, but she, but so she would bring us so so you know we would give her hints because that's what you do mm-hmm. you know like if we went and visited uh, October time frame or September time frame we'd just be like hey I really like that uh, really like that pogo ball been seeing those ads been seeing that pogo ball oh yeah ad. like I dropped a hint the other day I was like almost burned my hand with the pot holders and I was like oh I guess I should get some new pot holders so that the was pogo a hint ball, for so, you so Grandma's white Cadillac pulls up in Anaheim and. The pogo ball is there and it's wrapped and I know what it is. Oh my it's gosh. Ra- yeah, it's Nothing's round. shaped like a pogo ball. If you it's don't know what a pogo like ball a is, I'll post the video. It's a ball on the bottom and then a small platform for your feet to go and a ball on the top. So the two balls basically make this figure eight and the platform is in the middle and you bounce up and down on it. It's so fun. It's better than a pogo stick where you could kind of fall off because the pogo stick is like... But it's for strictly for bouncing up and down. And yeah. so so I get this pogo ball. You squeeze ball, your feet together and then you jump. And I am not impressed. I mean, I am... I am... I think the opposite of impressed is depressed, correct? And I am <laughs> that. I mean, I am a child whose dreams have been broken. And I'm like, this is not... Why? Because you tried it and it didn't jump? It, you can't jump very high. A pogo stick is far superior if, like, jumping high is your is what you want to do. If you're do. going for, yeah, high. And there's no hand. you got to, like, clamp onto this yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the point. The side clamp with your feet. It really like tones up like your you, inner thighs. I'm a kid. I haven't done, like, you need to do kegels and stuff to be good at that. <laughs> like, so I'd lose the thing and, like, it just, it was Kegels not, for kids. It was not fun at all. I completely gave it up after that. Oh, I loved my pogo ball. Well, it got me thinking, like, and, and, and I took that lesson the rest of life. I'm like, I nothing advertised is the good shit. It's not... No, you have to find the good shit. The like, good shit is stuff you do usually, or it might right. be a thing, but a thing's like, it, it's not advertised. No, nobody advertises like a, a drilled press or a table saw, but that's the good shit. That's the shit that I love. That's what you, can, you want for Christmas. That's what I want for Christmas. You can manufacture stuff with that. Like you, your imagination is the limit if you have drill presses and table saws. If you have a pogo ball, you're fucked. Like nobody ever wanted a pogo ball, but billions of us, maybe millions, whatever. I'm sure they went out of business. I pray to God there's not fucking kids getting pogo balls right now. Well, why not? Maybe you can find a good one on I Know What I'm Getting You for Christmas. We'll try again, Jimmy. Stop giving away the secrets and surprises. God, you'd want to be such an asshole.
Well, if Happy's drowning in panties and a matching bra, yeah, why not? And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. All right. Oh, great. Well, it's Rita Moreno's birthday. I have like to say to that restate, straight up. I'd like to restate that this fucking uh, segment is, is a joke. Happy birthday. I hate all of these people, and I don't care about celebrities or their birthdays. Unless I actually know one in real life. Or if one is a celebrity, or, or, or if one is an artist that I like. Well, Rita Moreno won the EGOT. That means she won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Um, you can see her on um, that sitcom One Day at a Time you know right now. Guy, still acting. You know the other guy was up for that award? He got fucked. Out of it. or I don't know how to form this joke up. Uh, but tomorrow's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just laugh anyway. I don't know. Tomorrow's Frank Sinatra's birthday. That's why I'm playing uh, my favorite song by Frank Sinatra. Although I'm a Bobby Darren man myself. Uh, but you know, what the hell? Oh yeah. Um, it's also let's see. Ray Mysterioso, I guess that's a wrestler guy. I just see him in a mask here. Yeah, Happy birthday nobody. to him. It's, Happy birthday, John Kerry. Is that exciting? Let's keep talking about the show because there's no Well, I wanted nobody. to talk about oh, um, hey, a look, cool show Shy I just started. Glizzy. I'm uh, sure just, people know who Shy, Shy Glizzy is. I'm sorry. All the Shy Glizzy fans out there, I apologize to you. Uh, I just started this show called Top of the Lake. It's really excellent with Elizabeth Moss and Nicole Kidman's in the second season. Um, she's a detective that fights against, like, uh, you know, childhood sexual abuse and, like, uh, sex slavery. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be, you know, kind of action movies based on that. I've, I've like, kind of had in the back of my head and even kind of a outline written out of, like, it would be cool to make a movie where the hero is because there's so much uh, of that going on. There's so much sex, sex trafficking in the world and child it's pornography cool and stuff. Yeah, and, you know, it's a real issue that continues to go on and there's all kinds of creeps. And, like, who can argue with a hero story where the hero is fighting those kinds of creeps, you know, who we now yeah. know because of Me Too, like, and what we've uncovered that so many people and so many high levels of government and stuff are doing creepy stuff. So oh, yeah. you can't go wrong with a good hero who's fighting against it, probably because some shit happened to her in her past. So, or, you know, the acting role itself is similar to like the Claire Danes in Homeland where she's just like constantly in traumatic situations. Like within the first season, I think like her mother dies. She remembers this rape she had. Like she's just constantly crying and shit, but she does right. a good job, Elizabeth Moss. So, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be it'd be kind of cool if it was sort of an actiony thing, you know, with a lot yeah. of killing, like Django. You know, Django Unchained had this thing of like, or or even more so, I think I liked um, Glor- Inglorious Bastards, where it was like it's so revengeful, you know, because they they in this in this uh, uh, overblown way go after this this great villain. It'd well, be cool, I think you know? there's a tempo and an energy to the kind of male action movies that you're talking about that these movies don't have in a way. Like, there's more crying and more emotions. I mean, I do think it's kind of geared towards more of a feminine audience or a mixed audience, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I see what you're saying, you know? I don't think that there's yet been a good action movie with a female star where you really, where women really love it. 
like I don't love action movies. They're yeah. they're they're tailored to I think it's like an energy or a or a, almost a musicality to the editing and the sound where you're basically revving up testosterone yeah. in in this certain part of this Trust me, I just binged all the Expendables m- movies. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I understand why women wouldn't like it, you know? Like I don't know. Women I, tend to like story. Yeah, I mean this one's literally about like a young girl who's had something happen to her and then the the um, the hero comes in and she's trying to be she's being mothering but she also uh, top of the lake yeah okay I gotta check this out we need an action version of it <laughs> <laughs> you could just watch Peppermint oh yeah. yeah thank you so much for coming here and talking with us they're making fun come on it's embarrassing you know something tell me and now listen everybody I the LAAF Podcast presents... <laughs> today, Junior! Is today, is today even a thing? Yeah, today's a thing. Uh, it's December 11th. Okay, here's a really weird day it is today. National Noodle Ring Day. Do you know what a noodle ring is? No, why would I have a national day? All this these weird hideous. foods can't have national days. Yesterday, I know. Yesterday was lager day, all right? That's a good example of a good national day. Everybody likes a good lager. Nobody likes a fucking noodle ring. No, this is where you take with the bunt pan, like I have one of those, and you put like noodles in it, and then you bake it in a ring shape. Doesn't that sound disgusting? Yeah, I don't like it. No, <laughs> this is where some corporation paid the $29.99 in three installments on the website, and so they got it themselves a national I day. I know. So they can sell more noodle rings. Uh, We did miss the beginning of Hanukkah yesterday, but we're full swing. Full swing in Hanukkah. We have this. Let me consult here. Yeah, the second candle. All right, we're lighting the second candle right now on the menorah. And happy Hanukkah to everybody out there. It's National Salesperson Day, which uh, that's a good day for you, Jimmy. God. Okay. I just like, think of death of a salesman. Every they're time necessary I think for our society to have to work the way it is. But if they were completely gone magically somehow from society, not them, but just if the wait, if, why do you say if they? it wasn't an occupation? We're all salespeople. I mean, as no, an actor, I'm, I'm my own salesperson. This. An agent is a salesperson. No. Some people need to be just focused on making. Like, was Einstein a salesperson? No, he wanted to do theorems. He did on... have to probably, you know, try to get funding. He and so... had to. He sure. had to. Well, but I'm had... saying it wasn't like yeah. what he should have been spending his time you on. You were in Glengarry Glen Ross. Isn't there an art to selling things? The whole thing, the whole point of Glengarry Glen Ross is how brutal and disgusting that is. Yeah. You know, and how these men have debased themselves and debased themselves daily doing this job. That okay, well, selling maybe selling something that you don't believe in, you know, just to make money is is one thing. But selling something that you do believe in, like say true. those people on Etsy, point. or like for me, I've always been like kind of a painter or a jewelry maker or a singer, and I'm like selling my own band and I'm selling my own stuff I made, and there's a pride in it. You know, if you're an owner of a small business, you become a salesperson. When we tried to get our theater going and we were talking up our product, we had to become salespeople. Like I talked to the Chamber of Commerce and the Knights Club or whatever, Knights Templar Club, you know. (laughs) Well, Grace was in Skull and Bones, which we're going to do a whole show on. She was 
Hey, she they they made her tell they they made her tell them her whole sexual history, and she's like, "Well, um, I dated this guy one time." <laughs> they have no blackmail material on me. I have no secrets. Uh, she's awful sweet. Let's use that against. Her. I did have to lie in that coffin, though. Yeah, but no, really, the the tomb for Skull and Bones was right across my freshman and sophomore year dorm. At okay. Yale. Walked past it every day. Over the weekend, we're not going to be coming at you, so I want you to have, on the 12th, a happy uh, National Ding-a-Ling Day. It's what? one of those uniquely American inventions. It's sort of a two-for holiday where you could touch base, preferably by phone, hence the playful reference to a ding-a-ling with friends or family, so you call someone. Is that like a dingleberry? This is how you celebrate National Ding-a-Ling Day on Saturday the 12th. You call people. You oh, that's your someone. nightmare, Jamie. You hate talking on the no, phone. No, don't talk on the phone. Send me a text. Oh, my God. It went out no. in the 90s. Only psychopaths call, call people. That is true. That's Boomers science. call people. Psychopaths, like I said. Oh, you're going to get some flack for that. <laughs> Don't be calling all the boomers psychopaths. It's so fun to reminisce, isn't it? Yeah, it is fun to reminisce. Yeah. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. Yeah, today in women's history, Big Mama Thornton releases Hound Dog that was re- released uh, 1952 and copied by every blues singer and blues band. And copied and by Elvis. Copied by Elvis and covered by everyone all the way through uh, all of rock and roll. Yeah, but you got to go back to hear the real blues, Bessie Smith and Big Mama and yeah. All right, well, in 1620, Miles Standish... And a group of 18 settlers are attacked by 30 Native Americans, which became known as the First Encounter. 1620. So the town I grew up in in Connecticut, Wethersfield, was founded way back. I think the house I grew up in was built in 1728. So there's there's this whole history down in New England of this. The settlers coming over with their little ruffly necks and uh, clashing or befriending the Native Americans. But interesting. He was a military leader of Plymouth Colony. On this day in history, Apollo 17 was the final moon landing mission of NASA's Apollo program and remains the most recent time humans have traveled beyond low Earth orbit, uh, which I believe was just made not true anymore by the Chinese who landed on the moon. Uh, but maybe that was a story I heard on, on uh, from an unreputable source. I'll have to check in. A right wing Twitter Monday. conspiracy thing. Yeah. Did you hear about that guy that was impersonating um, the Trumps and impersonating all these people? He's like his name's Josh, and he's like a 21 year old like DoorDash guy. But he's sitting at home and he's making all these like fake Twitter profiles. So he he impersonated um, Robert Trump and like all these different people and was tweeting. And Trump retweeted a conservative retweet of one of his conspiracy things, and he was just putting conspiracy stuff out there. And yeah. Oh, Anyone one thing can that's interesting about account. Trump is how little I've been hearing about him since uh, Biden was elected, and I like that. So, moving on. Um, in 1882, uh, Boston's Bijou Theater was the first American playhouse lit exclusively by electricity. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you're a you're a theater lighting technician, so we got to appreciate having lights inside of a theater. What did they use before that? Use they used these gas lights. 
That's why they call it the gaslight. Uh, gaslights with curved mirrors behind them. At the front of the stage, the footlights, basically. Yeah, they could put them anywhere. I mean, they put them up on the balconies, too, and shine nice. them. You know, nice. they were everywhere, so you'd get even lighting. Um, so, 1880s, they started to have electricity. And the first performance was Gilbert and Sullivan's Iolanthe. I don't trust the Los Angeles Police Department to do the job that's needed. You're listening to LAAF. I can't get another job. I don't have a resume. A resume? I don't speak Spanish. So, yeah, I was thinking we could do deep dives on all the stuff we know about, you know? Um, oh, you yeah. Could tell us all about Skull and Bones. <clears throat> no, but there I mean, are people... other secret societies. There's Book and Snakes. <laughs> People, scroll and key, I think. Yeah, yeah. People are interested in stuff like that, and so. Didn't um, I already talk about all that on this? No, I oh. don't think so. Not to my satisfaction. Oh, it's creepy. They have, yeah. Um, it's creepy. Uh, you know, and uh, 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 you've done uh, you've done stand-in work um, here and there. You know, I don't. <clears throat> Tomorrow I'm doing it again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a very interesting job. Um, you know, people are way more proud. People you are know, like, what is a stand-in? Wait, are, Mank. People are way more out and proud about their acting jobs. That I am not landed, proud to be a stand-in. No I was in the beginning you know, but people, when I went from background to stand-in, but I'm still included, not that proud. I've done it like once. And so myself included, people are very, very <clears> interested in it. And Yeah, you totally. Know, I'll tell you anything there, you want to know. You're on set, you're nose-to-nose with the stars. I think we should do a whole... Uh, show about that because I also, as always, have comments about the stars. Oh boy! No. Isn't that why people listen to this show? We've been. <laughs> no one listens to this show. Oh. Actually, lots of people listen, and people have been reviewing. Um, really? Our 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 plays are up on SoundCloud, and thereby, though they don't tell you, perhaps on iTunes as well. But the reviews and ratings are up on iTunes, and if you can go there and drop us a review and rating, that'd be great. Um, yeah, but yeah, five it, stars, we're, we're slowly growing. I'm really proud of the show. And, um, you know, I just think uh, I listen to a lot of stuff on the regular that's just bam, bam, like a digest of stuff. So that's all we're trying to be. And um, and we're trying to pick out some of this um, some of this stuff that we do know a little bit about instead of talking about, you know, a bunch of stuff that we know a little bit about for 20 seconds. Oh, like we politics, which we know nothing about and just randomly yeah, riff I on? <laughs> I just have like random angry opinions about it, but don't actually know anything. Hey, at least you admit it. <laughs> Everyone has angry opinions. What I know, I know, you know, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know most of it. Um, yeah. And so and, and just uh, someone said to me the other day. Uh, a friend of mine was saying, uh, how long did it take you to not be a tourist in L.A.? And I was like, if I'm to be honest, five years. You really? Know? Yeah, because you don't get your apartment for five years. Well, uh, we had lots of places we lived, yeah, but yeah. I guess it, they weren't as nice. No, to you find one to you like and that you feel like income. you can actually stay yeah. in, like it takes a while. Even to find it, even to like figure know what out, neighborhood is good. Yeah, figure out which area you want to live. Don't move to Hollywood. In. You Don't know. live in Hollywood. Don't live, you know, only specific places in the you valley. You can't afford Brentwood or whatever if you're a young artist starting out. No, and if you can, this North show Hollywood's is not gross. for you. No, it is for you. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about Mank? Uh, oh yeah, let's do. Um, Mank uh, is a black and white film, really well done, and it's basically a two hour and fifteen minute 
uh, thing, uh, screaming, I would like an Oscar, please. Yeah, for real. Yeah. They shot it on actual film, which is interesting, and I love the look of it. It's beautifully shot. Really beautiful. And the story is pretty cool, too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those where, you know, you really want to listen to a nice podcast like You Must Remember This, which is a great old Hollywood podcast, um, or something like that, and learn about who Herman Mankiewicz was, and that whole era of Louis B. Mayer and... Then you have a lot more insight because everyone in the movie is an actual person. Yeah, I actually played Marion Davies back at the California Stage Company years ago in this play called Becoming Julia Morgan that won a bunch of Ellie Awards, which was the Regional Theater Award. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so I know about Marion Davies, which is played by Amanda Seyfried, but... Anyway, basically, I am in the background in the dinner party scene. I'm a little a clown. A long monologue. <clears throat> a very long monologue by Gary Oldham, Oldman. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty amazing. I was on set for just that scene for about a week. Um, the hair and makeup was extremely extensive. You can see me there. I'm wearing a little clown hat. And uh, yeah, it was fascinating because I think we must have done, we must have done like, sometimes 28 takes of one scene. We just did these scenes over and over and over, and the main actor He's was... famous for doing lots of takes. Yeah, he really does. He's very, very precise, and I have to say, it's one of the most, like, I was super technical. I had to keep my continuity perfect, and usually when you're doing background on set, they don't really care. They're like, ah, just walk yeah, on this whatever. line or whatever, <laughs> and, like, you might pass by the actor when you need to, but this, it was like where they would they would call you on oh was your wine glass lifted on this line now your wine glass is set down weren't you looking to the left on that so yeah. I was very precise and I set up a whole backstory where my character was like this 30 starlet that was trying to impress William Randolph Hearst at the table yeah. <clears throat> and um was very like party line and so very insulted and offended by yeah. by Manx you know <laughs> outburst and vomiting yeah so <laughs> but then but then because I made that decision on the first day I then had to have that yeah, character be grumpy of the whole time. being grumpy and depressed and kind of like and upset they shot by for him nearly and a week right um, yeah, just that scene. So it yeah. was it was really an amazing experience. So let me read Lee Anthony Smith's review. Mank <laughs> is another huge disappointment. Lee Anthony Smith is a film writer that we, we know. We were in one of his movies. Yeah, um, Noir, which will come out next year. Yeah, follow Noir on... It's uh, a black and white uh, epic, too. Yeah, yeah. With a lot smaller budget. <laughs> uh, no matter how amazing your tech prowess is, you still have to have characters and relationships that we can understand and relate to, and that doesn't necessarily include... A sermon on political ideology. Such a good-looking movie and such a talented cast, but the script was first draft at best. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wasn't it written well, by his father? It was written by Jack Fincher, yeah. David's father, and so who has since passed away. So this is a movie that David Fincher was wanting to make for like 20 years yeah. and finally got it made. So I just think it's a very like insider look. So, you know, if you do the research and you learn about who these characters are, you might have a better understanding. But I mean, it took us some some learning to kind of understand yeah. what these monologues were even about. You got a it's a prestige piece. Yeah, I think being being already interested in that particular bit of history is like uh, a prerequisite for really enjoying the movie. And I was able to kind of my, kind of enjoy it. And I think it's worth a watch. But um, and I think it, you know, I'm, I'm way off on what might win the Oscar ever. But um, I think, you know, uh, it might, you know, it's the type of movie they kind of like, you know, 
Um, they, well, Oldman could win a best best actor, and he really yeah. was an incredible. It won't guy. win best screenplay. It won't probably win best picture. He was very kind and charismatic, and in between takes, even though he nailed it every single time. He obviously wasn't drunk, which he was playing extremely drunk in that scene. Um, but he was joking and doing funny kind of comedy theater bits, really. You could tell he was like a theater guy. Yeah. So he was joking around in between takes, which you kind of had to if you have to do like a jillion yeah. takes of Stay everything. Sane. I mean, I've never seen something where he had the budget to shoot. I work on a lot of TV, but to do a movie like this, they had the budget to shoot. Like they had a full camera right on me. For multiple they takes, all the extras, and then they yeah. took one of the other extra, and of course, very yeah. little made it into the final cut. But the fact that they ya. would take that much footage, you so know, there it's crazy. it is. There it is. Uh, worth checking out. Um, uh, you know, check out Mank, and uh, when you see Grace, stand up and clap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look really silly. <laughs> we will be back Monday. Uh, this is the LAAF podcast. Thank you for all the recent support. Um, stick with us. We're gonna have some uh, fun over the holidays. And all the way to New Year's Day, and I think it's gonna go off. It's gonna be the biggest party of all time. All right. See you Monday. Everything to keep together is falling apart. I got this thing that I consider my only art of fucking people over. It was really a pleasure. Really? Really? Oh, really? Look, I gotta go. Is the duck's ass water tight? 